Chapter 7. I know you are, but what am I? I'm not offended by all the dumb blonde jokes because I know I'm not dumb. I also know I'm not blonde. Dolly Parton, singer, songwriter, actress, altruist, businesswoman, bright, shiny light. A friend of mine, a brilliant writer, once called me in a panic when she suddenly became frozen with fear over the subject matter of the book she'd been working on and could no longer bring herself to write it. Her book was, among many other splendid things, very personal, dark, and twisted, and my friend was concerned that it was too much. It was crossing a line. That she was exposing herself to a giant weirdo pervert freak as a giant weirdo pervert freak. And this brings up something that's so important to have a firm grasp on if you're going to get anywhere near reaching your full potential in life as a writer, an artist, a business person, a parent, a butcher, a baker, a candlestick maker, or as a fully realized evolved human being in general. Do not waste your precious time giving one single crap about what anybody thinks about you. Imagine how liberating that would be. Other people's opinions motivate every move we make in our teens and 20s. And as we age, if we're moving in the right direction, our obsession with how we're perceived by others begins to trickle away. But very few of us are able to escape its pointless grasp completely. Meanwhile, the truth is the only questions you ever need to consider when making decisions about your life are 1. Is this something I want to be, do, or have? Two, is this going to take me in the direction I want to go, not in the direction I should go? Three, is this going to screw over anybody in the process? Okay, the definition of screwing someone over is taking their money, doing a lousy job, destroying their water source, enslaving populations, things like this. Your mother being disappointed with you or your father disapproving of you or your friends being outraged does not qualify as someone screwing someone over. We throw a wet blanket of ho-hummery over our lives when we live in fear of what others might think instead of celebrating in who we are. Yes, it's a part of our survival instinct to care, to get booted from the tribe, and you'll freeze to death or starve or be eaten by wolves. But because we have big brains and the ability to manifest anything we set our minds to, there's another version that's equally plausible. Get booted from the tribe and start or find another tribe that's more your style. You could not only wind up doing what you love, surrounded by people who adore you, who actually relate to you, but you might one day realize that you can no longer remember the names of the people whose approval you so desperately thought you must would die without. Nobody who ever accomplished anything big or new or worth raising a celebratory fist in the air did it from their comfort zone. They, asked, they risked ridicule and failure and sometimes even death. Think of the Wright brothers. Can you imagine how the whole thing went down? Margaret, did you hear about poor Susan? Ruth, Susan Wright? Helen, such a disgrace, the poor thing. Ruth, what happened? Margaret, well, her sons. Helen, as if she hasn't suffered enough, birthing two boys as big as buffaloes, and now this. Margaret, well, it seems her two sons. Helen, you gonna eat the rest of your tapioca pudding? Mind if I help myself? Ruth, tell me already, Margaret. Margaret, well, this is going to sound crazy, but it is, but they, um, Helen, and now her sons think they can fly. Such a shame. Margaret, her sons think they can fly. Ruth, um, they think they can fly. Margaret, yeah, they think they can fly. Talk of nothing else. Helen, 
She just had the house painted too. They'll probably have to move out of town now. <laughs> Once you step away from the herd and let your true self shine, you'll probably find yourself in front of the opinion firing squad, especially if what you want to do is extraordinary and outside of everyone's comfort zones, which is why so many people run screaming from the lives they'd love to live. Merely allowing yourself to be seen as a risk. I mean, look at how we treat celebrities. Their every move is picked apart and passed around and discussed and judged and photographed without makeup on. It's a wonder only half of them spend their time in rehab. You are responsible for what you say and do. You're not responsible for whether or not people freak out about it. Two people can walk out of the same movie. One person clinging to the walls, bloodshot and devastated, leaving a trail of tissues more moved by this film than any film in the history of cinema while the other person marches up to the ticket counter and demands her money back because she thought it was the worst piece of garbage she'd ever seen projected on a screen. One movie. Two very different experiences. Why? It's because it's not about the movie. It's about the moviegoers. What other people think about you has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them. This trick is not only deny the criticism any power over you, but even more challenging to not get caught up in the praise. There's nothing wrong with blushingly accepting a compliment, but if you find yourself always seeking outside approval that you're good enough or cool enough or talented or worthy, you're screwed. Because if you base your self-worth on what everyone else thinks of you, you hand all your power over to other people and you become dependent on the source outside of yourself for validation. Then you wind up chasing after something you have no control over. And should that someone or something suddenly place its focus somewhere else, change its mind, decide you're no longer interesting, you end up with a full-blown identity crisis. All that matters is what's true for you. And if you can stay connected to that without straying, you will be a mighty superhero. Everything else is just other people's perceptions of reality. And that's none of your business. So how can you truly not care what other people think and be your most powerful self? Well, one, ask yourself why. Why are you about to say or do something? Are you doing it to be liked? To put someone down because you feel insecure? To get someone back because they made a fat joke about your mother? Or is it coming from a place of strength and truth? Are you doing it because it'll be fun? Because you feel called to do it? Because it, it'll change someone else's life in a positive, martyr-free way? Pay attention to your motivations. Be honest. Practice coming from a place of integrity. And you will be victorious. Two, always do your best. There's no faster way to fall prey to outside input than when you're feeling insecure. And there's no better way to feel insecure than knowing you just half-assed something. Or you didn't really believe in what you were doing. No matter what it is, raising your prices, raising your children, if you do the absolute best you can and come from a place of integrity, then you can be proud of yourself and not give a damn what anyone else thinks. Three, trust your intuition. Birds use their intuition to navigate their way to breeding grounds halfway around the world. Deer and rabbits and other prey type beasts use their intuition to avoid running into predators. The average human being, on the other hand, will take the advice from their drunk-before-noon neighbor across the street instead of doing what deep down they know is best. How many times have you thought in hindsight, I knew I should have listened to my gut? 
you have an incredible inner guidance tool that you can use whenever you need it. Tell everyone to shut up and go away. Get quiet. Give yourself room to think and feel. You have all the answers inside of you. Practice sharpening your intuition. Take the time to strengthen your connection to source energy. Trust that you know what's best for you. The more centered and tuned in you are, the mightier you will be. Look for more tips on how to do this later in the book. Four, find a temporary role model. Find a mentor, a hero, a role model. Get clear on why this person is impressive and inspiring to you. And then faced with a challenge that leaves you guessing how to react, ask yourself, what would my hero do? Not caring what others think is a muscle that can sometimes take time to build up. So use this trick while you're still getting strong. And before you know it, you'll be able to ditch your hero and start asking, well, what should I do? And five, love yourself no no matter what anyone else thinks. Important note about outside opinions. While you are unauthorized to base your self-worth on what other people think, it doesn't mean you should miss out on the opportunity to benefit from outside input altogether, especially from those who know you well. There is such a thing as constructive criticism and constructive complimenting, but whether or not they are constructive depends on you. For example, if people have been telling you for years that you're a hothead, that they feel like they can't open up to you because the second you disagree with them, you blow up in their faces, ask yourself, is this true of me? Be honest. Can I use this information to better myself and the lives of others? If the answer is yes, commit to making the necessary changes. If the answer is no, let it go. Same goes for compliments. If people constantly tell you you're a good listener, ask yourself, Is this compliment really true of me? Can I use this information to better myself and the lives of others? Again, if the answer is yes, figure out how you can capitalize on it. And if the answer is no, let it go. Sometimes it's easier for other people to see what we can't see in ourselves. So if they can help us connect with our truths and live happier, more authentic lives, then it's worth taking the time to listen to. It's still ultimately comes down to what's true for you however so the more connected you are to your inner truth the easier it will be to use outside opinions to your advantage rather than let them rule your life